Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another Super Awesome Mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co-host and co-founder of Super Awesome Mix, Samer Abu Salbi. Samer, how are we doing this week? I'm doing well. You know, um, I, I promised I wouldn't talk about the weather this season, but I, I do want to just update everyone <laughs> on summer specifically, because I've said many times before, I'm not a huge fan, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to try to go into the summer with like a new attitude, right? And, and I was trying to really embrace the positives of it and not just be miserable all all season long. And I got to say, I'm like, I, I li- I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's good. You know, it's still not my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely have an eye towards fall and winter. But I am definitely, you know, I'm trying to stay focused on the positives, like the nice long days, you know, not having to get so dressed up to go take my dog out. It's been good. It's been really nice. So I just thought, you know, listeners would want to know that I'm not drenched in in misery over here. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Uh, Meanwhile, here in Texas, we are definitely drenched in sweat because, (laughs) I mean, it's 104 today. And like looking at the forecast for the week, the lowest high temperature this week. The lowest high temperature is 100. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Like, we're regularly, I mean, this summer has been just sweltering. It's like 105, like, pretty normally. And so it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty hot. It's pretty hot, I got to say. So I am not as big a fan of this particular summer. Sure. Uh, And yes, any listeners out there who are wondering, we do still believe global warming is a myth here in Texas, okay? So just... (laughs) (laughs) save save those comments okay yes that is still accurate yeah (laughs) right for texas right that's true (laughs) meanwhile in new york we're like oh my god we got to do something about this (laughs) guys it was 85 today we gotta we gotta shut this down okay (laughs) right Um, but you know what? Let's let's get into our mix today. We got another new music mix for everyone today. We do this every couple of months, as you know, if you're a longtime listener. If you're new, welcome to the show. But um, I've always, you know, I always enjoy these. It actually forces me to keep up with new music. If you're like me, it's really easy to just fall back on your music library and play your favorites over and over. Nothing wrong with that. But you know, how else are you going to discover new favorites without trying out some new music every now and then? Yeah, exactly. And it's also fun to kind of hear new music from artists you're familiar with as well. So I also like these because it's also a mix of artists I know that have come out with something new or different, as well as usually there's a handful of artists when we do these. And I think that's what I love the most of just like never heard of this person, you know, and it's stuff I'll discover, you discover. And uh, yeah, that's what just makes it fun, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, So speaking of artists that I think we're both familiar with and you are too, we're going to kick it off with your first pick, which is Wrapped Around Your Finger by Post Malone. Yeah, Post Malone from from Texas, actually. And uh, his newest album, it's called 12 Carat Toothache, which just right away, I think is a pretty funny 
album I title because he's he's also got the kind of diamond grills in his mouth or whatever. So love the love the reference of that twelve carat toothache. Um, but yeah, I you know I was thinking when I was listening to this new album, it's really funny that he's just considered a rapper because so much of his stuff, it's like he's he's got a really good just singing voice, right? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of thrown into this rap category. But you listen to this album, and there's not a ton of just straight rap on it. It's really kind of, he's got his own unique thing going on. And uh, I picked out this one. I think it's really kind of a, it's kind of a cool song. It's got sort of his classic sound. I think this was the most Post Maloney sounding song uh, on the new album. And so if you're a longtime fan of his, I think you're going to like this. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of a cool song about, you know, a, a relationship kind of going well. And, um, yeah, just a, it, it's a good, it's a good solid effort, I think, by Post Malone, this new album. It is a really good song. I wrote that it's a super catchy beat. My understanding of the lyrics actually is it's about a controlling relationship and dealing with things like alcoholism and depression. But mm. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe we need to take a, another read on those and see which maybe, one of us. Maybe I'll look over them again. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just have some codependency issues to where I'm like, right. this seems positive. Yeah, this, this is, is good. A very, yeah, this is a healthy relationship <laughs> that he's in. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, no, I, I I agree with you. It's it's interesting. He does. This definitely sounds like him. He has like it's almost like a smooth style to his like to his music, and I really enjoy it. Even even when he's wrapping up, potentially, you know, I don't want to judge yet. Potentially about being in a in a bad relationship. Um, <laughs> I also have always enjoyed his lyrics. I you know, I, opening a verse two literally made me laugh. So he writes, "When we met you, you ain't know I was a singer. You weren't impressed by all the ice on my fingers. I had your mom and daddy's house on my pinky." And I just think that that's great, right? Like he's he's. <laughs> Just kind of like showing off that literally on his pinky ring, he's got the worth of right. like your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> I just have always really enjoyed kind of like the the insult flinging and in rap music, right? Because I always do it in such a such a subtle way, you know. <laughs> Great song. All right. So your first pick, and I was not familiar with this artist, but you went with Your Reality by Sylvan Esso. Yeah, Sylvan Esso. Uh, I've always loved like the weirdness of her tracks, um, and and like this is definitely one of those. They're always yeah. It's you know she has a very particular style of sound that is even hard to like define. I think, but I I you know I just love the violin play in this song, especially. Um, I you know basically really like the theme of what this is all about, like just learning to let go of reality and like the rules that we're all ascribed to, kind of make our own reality. Um, you know, just all about, she, she mentions like jumping to rise, lift off, like just all about flying. And I, I like that, you know, I think it's, it's kind of like a cool, you know, upbeat, weird way of just, again, remembering that, you know, if everyone tells you, you can't do something and you're like, well, why not? You know, like, why can't I? Um, so I like that message and, and that's why I'm naturally drawn to lyrics like that. But I, yeah, just every now and then I'm in like a Sylvan Esso mood and, and cause you have to be in a particular mood, I think, to listen to her. And, and this one, I really like this in particular. Yeah, I like this one too. It was really, I, you're exactly right. Very interesting sounding. I, I remarked in, in my notes about the violin as well. I thought that was really cool. I also thought this one, like I'm not looking when I play these songs. It's not like you're looking to see how much time is left, right? You just kind of listen right. to it. 
And in this one, I was like, I felt like it was building towards something. And I was like, ooh, this one's about to just, just kick in. I was like thinking, like, is there there's some sort of baseline about to drop here? Because it kind of builds, 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 and then it ends. And I was like, oh. And so, you know, good on good on Sylvanesso because that was really kind of interesting and it kept my attention the whole time, right? Like, so I thought that was really neat. But it didn't do what I thought it was going to do at the end there. <laughs> where I was like, is there another minute and a half in this song? And then, like, the next song had started on the playlist. But I was like, oh, yeah. But <laughs> I liked is, it. That is interesting. I wonder if maybe on, a, on an album, if, uh, if this gets placed on an album, and I, I did not do the research to know if she's doing a new album. I would guess because she's had two singles come out. But, yeah, maybe it, like, rolls into the next song, and that's the payoff. I guess we'll have to wait and see whenever that's out. Yeah. No, that would be cool if it if it did that. Cool. Well, for track three, uh, your second pick, we've got "Take Me to the Good Times" by The Suffers. Yeah. So these guys are from Houston. Had never heard of them before, but the second I started playing this album, I was like, I did a, I double checked to make sure that it was actually a new album because it reminded me of something from like the seventies or eighties, you know, it's got, they've yeah. got piano, they've got horns, they've got multiple, you know, voices coming in and out. But I mean, I, you know, we did the pure joy mix recently and I feel like any number of songs from the suffers like on this album could have been on that mix because there was so much happiness in this song. And of course the title, you know, just take me to the good times. It was, uh, I don't know, really just, just got me from, from the beginning. And, and I think this whole album, I think will put you in a good mood. Yeah. I, I wrote exactly the same thing. I love the energy of this song. Uh, I love the, the energy of like exactly just all the musical instruments going on and the lyrics are really fun too. Like all about travel and wanting to feel like a local and eat good food. And I, yeah, you can just kind of like wrap yourself in the blanket of this song and, and remember all the, you know, fun experiences you may have had, like traveling or wanting to travel, whatever the case may be. But it is a lot of fun. I, I love some you know this line in particular here summers in brooklyn winter is in the h shaking ass on the rooftop of mlk springtime in london fall in tokyo i fall in love more every time i go so yeah it's just like a lot of fun little you know bits and pieces like that throughout the song with a very high energy kind of good mood lifting thing yeah it definitely could have gone on the pure joy mix i i also thought you would appreciate it, it seems by that schedule, they're kind of avoiding the worst weather in each of those areas. So I thought right. you might appreciate that. <laughs> it's like they're going to Houston in the winter. And it's like, yeah, that's right. when you want to be in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Your next pick, uh, you go with Sleep Tight by Holly Humberstone. Yeah. So this is um, this is pretty cool. This actually came to me. This in, um Introduction to this artist, Holly Humberstone, came to me from a follower on Instagram. So if you're not a follower at Super Awesome Mix, it is honestly one of my favorite things about this podcast is building that community there. We get a lot of song recommendations, a lot of DMs, a lot of comments about what people are listening to, and we go and we listen to them. Um, and so I was really excited to be introduced to her. So this is a new track of hers. Um, the song that made me fall in love with her music, actually, is not this one. It's a track called Falling Asleep at the Wheel 
where I was just like, yep, I really like this. But this one in particular, you know, it's like just a story about a friendship blurring into a relationship and then freaking out about that. Apparently it was also written as like a post-pandemic song, which is why she, you know, writes the, the lines or repeats, God knows that I've missed this. I think it's really just that like sense of connection with someone after, you know, the years of kind of being in isolation and being afraid to see people and be with people. Um, so definitely can like relate to that release of like, you know, as we... You know, like started to get back together and and you know see people more freely ba5 variant aside um i think it's been <laughs> it's been really nice to uh to be around loved ones again or and restart relationships and whatever the case may be <laughs> I, I don't appreciate why the, the the covid strains are getting more complex names like right. it was like delta and then it was like Omicron or Omicron. Like you had different people pronouncing it differently. Now it's like BA5. It's like, can we can we simplify this? Like I want to go to like a hurricane naming type, you know. Right. <laughs> that type Lisa thing. strain. Yeah, <laughs> just like the Lisa strain, the Delilah strain. Like just go with people's names that we can remember right. I, yeah i feel like it's uh it's like sony's naming these at this point it's just going to be like the vfx <laughs> yeah <1572. laughs> this isn't helping me remember which which one i'm sick with okay right, right. Not, I'm trying to explain this quickly to a doctor or something um but yeah but in all serious, i i like the song yeah I, I was not familiar with their music and you're right i love the the suggestions we get uh through the instagram community um, that's always fun to do. And um, yeah, this was a really cool and I think well-written song about a relationship. You can really kind of feel the emotions and uh, it does a good job of kind of describing uh, all the different kind of waves you might feel throughout a relationship. Yeah. And the last little bit I'll share before moving on to track five is that she said um, she likens herself to be a female writer who overshares. And so I think that that is, <laughs> I love that description, number one. That's apparently like who she really looked up to in her musical inspiration. And I think you get a lot of that through her music. So if you're into that, like you found a, a new favorite of yours. Track five, you've got Hard Light by Spacey Jane. Yeah, so Spacey Jane, I, I came across these guys. They've got a new album coming out, and they are out of Australia. And so um, listen to most of this album, if not all of it. And I, there were a few songs that really stood out for me, but I ended up picking Hard Light. Um, so I, I think it's pretty clear these two are breaking up in the song, and I think he does a really good job of describing the scene. You know, it's like he says it was a matter of time. He's looking to pick a fight, right? But I, I also wrote, like, it kind of falls into the genre of songs where the meaning doesn't really match the kind of upbeat rhythm of the song. So it's like it's mm -hmm. kind of this upbeat, cool song to listen to. And then when you sit down and read the lyrics, it's like, oh, man, they're they're not doing too well as a couple. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was curious, too, if he's, like, looking to start a fight because it means that he, like, cares. You know, like, sometimes people say, like, oh, yeah. fight because you care. Or is he looking to start a fight because he's he just wants to like walk away, you know, and just wants like a reason to leave, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's not super clear from just reading the lyrics. So I like that. I like that it's kind of open in that sense. But yeah, this was like a really good, um, really good song. I was not familiar with Spacey Jane. It kind of reminded me, if you're familiar with of Andrew Mc McMahon, um, I 
like was reminded of his music through this one and so i really liked it but the other thing i'm realizing is that we have a lot of songs about relationships but that might be like the most obvious comment now that i've said that out loud because a lot of music (laughs) a lot of music is about relationships who knew who knew who knew yeah that that is a good point like could we could we find a mix of songs that have nothing to do with relationships in them? Right. <laughs> but I think that, that would be a be challenging mix. Virtually impossible. Yeah. Right. It'll be our first mix. It's only like seven songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be a tough one. Um, all right, track six, and this was my favorite of your picks on this mix. Um, and I know you've you've been in love with this album, but. You know, a space time fairy tale by Regina Spector. Yeah, so this is really funny. Shout out to our other podcast hosted by Jen Tully, um, where we answer the question, "What are you listening to?" And Matt and I make an appearance usually about every other week or every you know two to three weeks. And I recorded, "What are you listening to?" Uh, about space time fairy tales. So if you want to hear an even more in depth discussion or a discussion with Jen on the track, be sure to subscribe and follow that wonderful podcast. Um, but I had to include it here too, in case, you know, like you're not a listener of what are you listening to yet, but truly I love this song. I'm obsessed with it. I can't stop playing it. I love that it's nine minutes long. I I've just, I'm a sucker for really long songs that like carry me <laughs> through a journey and this really carries you through a journey. Um, you know, I don't want to repeat myself too much with the other podcasts in case you, you've already listened to me talk about it. So I'll mention a couple other things I didn't talk about there. I love the line here, time moves slower around your feet, because really when she mentions space time, she's talking about like space time, kind of like physics, basically, and how things get bendy and time is not constant. And you can fall down a literal rabbit hole there um, looking into, you know, what that means. But literally, like time technically does go slower around your feet if you're standing because the closer to the center of gravity of, of the planet Earth, granted, it is like a, you know, a tiny minuscule fraction smaller but i just love that and to me what that speaks to is just a sense of like kind of similar to a lot of meditation practices and a lot of like things you know you read about being present they always say kind of like be where your feet are like be present be literally where you're standing not somewhere else and so i i like that that kind of that's what that line reminds me of so just kind of you know slow down be where your feet are take a moment um and so, yeah, I love this song. I'm obsessed with it musically. I love the lyrics. I, I literally can't stop listening to it. Yeah, it's not often that you could say that about an eight-minute song that's like, oh, yeah. I just want to listen to this on repeat. But yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you. I felt like I was listening to like an entire musical from beginning to end in just this eight minutes. <laughs> and so yes. I, I just thought it was so well done. I was like, this is this is great. And, and you're right. It is one because of the variance, I think, in the song. So it's not just the same thing for eight minutes. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I think it's... I, just so well done and I wouldn't say that about a ton of eight or nine minute songs usually it's like all right let's get the radio edit and just go through that one it's like but no this one this one holds strong right yeah like you made that comment earlier about how you know we don't often check the time whenever you're listening to it there are some long songs where you are checking the time you're just like all right (laughs) when does this wrap up because I have things to do (laughs) <laughs> well, and especially when you get the, like, if you're listening to a song on the radio and sometimes the album version has like an extra three minutes or something on it. Yeah. And and if you get to the album and it's like, wait, why isn't this song wrapping up like it does on the radio? 
It's yeah. Like, oh, there's this. Okay, I guess I guess we're doing a xylophone solo for a little bit here. Okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. It's always some kind of like really weird, random bit. That... <laughs> yeah, it's not something that's additive. It's more right. just like, okay, I'm I'm just gonna skip now. Everybody, forgive me. Still a fan. <laughs> right. Oh, that's too great. Okay, track seven. Your next pick. You've got "Escape This Circus." by Bartiz Strange. Yeah, um, I just, this guy, it was really kind of an interesting, his whole album's pretty interesting. Uh, I think the lyrics really stand out to me. Uh, this one, especially about kind of the state of the world. I think that's what, I mean, obviously the title, Escape This Circus. <laughs> I think we can all right. look around and, and feel like it's just a circus all around us. But, you know, a couple of lines that sit out, Live at Six, Another Case of Whitey Up on the Moon. Right. Obviously, we're getting all these rich guys just going up to the moon for a little bit or, or going into space <laughs> sure. and coming back. I thought that was a pretty clever, cleverly written line. Um, and then he's got another one. The clerk, he says to buy some crypto. He had holes in his shoes. <laughs> I was like, it's <laughs> right. I mean, especially now that crypto's kind of crashed. I think when he writ wrote this song, I'm sure it was probably doing better. But you do hear those stories of people being like, yeah, you got to buy some crypto. And it's someone who you know, looks, uh, doesn't look like they're very well off. I guess maybe it's a way, don't look like a Monopoly man recommending crypto, right? right? Um, but yeah, just the whole song I thought was really well written about kind of the state of the world and his whole album, uh, I think is pretty cool. It's got a real cool sound to him. Yeah, this was this was definitely an interesting pick. I had not heard of Barty Strange, um, but I liked it. And I, I also noted a lot, that I love a lot of the lines in the song, specifically the crypto one made me laugh. Uh, I certainly don't see Matt Damon telling me anymore that, that fortune favors the brave. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I guess they had to pull all those ads telling me to buy crypto. Uh, no, <laughs> but yeah, that line was great. Yeah, it was, it was a cool song. I, um, I'll have to listen to a little bit more of, of his music. Um, this is actually from, I think, the second album from him. So I have to go in and take a look and, and play his first album, see what that one's all about. But I definitely love the sound and I love the lyrics a lot. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I mean, just from, from a lyrical standpoint, like I think he's, he's really strong. The, the sound is definitely a little different. Uh, it's hard to put him in a genre necessarily, but, but he's a very good songwriter. Um, all right, your next pick, you go with Pretenders by Stars. Yes, so I love Stars um, and pretty excited they have new music coming out. It's from the new album called From Capleton Hill. Stars is, I can't remember if they're on, I don't think they're on my Desert Island mix. They might be now that I say that. I should really know my Desert Island mix. That's embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if they're not, they totally could have been because I have just always liked their sound. And this song in particular, you know, um, is just kind of like a playful song about making bets on staying young forever. Like, it, you know, which I think is possible, like as long as you have like a young attitude. I don't think it means that you have to be like immature or anything, but also that you don't have to subscribe to this idea that just because you get older, you have to be like limited. So I really like that in this sense, um, uh, you know, and lyrically about the song. I do want to call out that they have a lyric here that says, when we were happy hopping turnstiles. And I just, you know, don't maybe don't hop turnstiles if you don't need to. The MTA needs your money. <laughs> we, <laughs> just, Subway, Subway needs some funding. <laughs> a 275 is going to go a long way. Trust me. <laughs> 
that that message brought to you by MTA. They're a new sponsor. Um, so just wanted us, you know, they said anytime anyone's talking about hopping turnstiles, they wanted us to deliver that PSA. That's really yeah, not helping Yeah, just shut anyone. that down. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with you. This was a cool song, and, and I definitely got the message of kind of, like, maybe not saying goodbye to youth, but definitely looking back at, at kind of more youthful times, right? Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a, it was a really cool song. It's got a really cool sound. And, um, you know, just like, I mean, I just kind of go in and listen to these songs. I don't do any research beforehand. It's usually after the fact. And so I was listening to them. I was like, this person definitely, I wondered if this was a younger band because I wasn't familiar with stars. I was like, is this a younger band kind of talking about youth and kind of, I don't know what stance they would have there, but when I looked it up and it looked like the band was closer to age 50, it made a little bit more sense lyrically at that point. So I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm into this. But yeah, definitely a band I want to take a deeper dive into. And then fun fact on on them in particular, I saw them many, many years ago at ACL when it was still just a, a one weekend event. And it, they were playing at like two or three in the afternoon on one of the days. And the only thing I remember from the concert is how much the singer complained about the heat. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, Texas heat is not for everyone. That's part of the reason why I chose to leave. It's not for everyone. <laughs> it was a good show, though. It was a good show. In between the complaints, I, I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> All right, track nine, your next pick, a song I really enjoyed, by the way. So this is probably my favorite of yours. This is, or I should say the title is, This Is a Photograph by Kevin Morby. Yeah, Kevin Morby, a West Texas artist. I think he would appreciate the heat down here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is the title track from his newest album. Um, I just, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. This one is the one that I've probably gone back to and listened to the most of the ones that I picked out. And uh, I just thought it was so, the, the pacing of it and the lyrics just kind of reminded me of going through a stack of photographs and just the thoughts you would have looking at that photograph and the pace you would have going through them. And uh, I just thought it was so cool. And it's got a little bit of a country sound, but it's probably more of like an Americana kind of genre to it. And um, yeah, I just thought it was, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really well done. And the whole album, I think, is, uh, is really good. He's, he's a really good artist. Yeah, this, you know, honestly, I wrote here that from the opening, I wasn't sure I was going to like like this one as much as I did. But obviously, I, you know, I'm really happy I stuck with it because I loved the ending. I love the storytelling here. There's a line here that really makes me laugh where he says, now, now times the undefeated, the heavyweight champ laughing in his face as he danced like Sugar Ray used to be come on, come on. But now no mas, no mas. <laughs> I just yeah. thought that was great. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love how the song like builds on itself and just gets busier and it crescendos as he sings like this is what I'll miss about being alive. I, I really like this a whole lot and it is really catchy. So yeah, if, you, if you're like me and you kind of hit play on the beginning and you're like not too sure about it, I think you'll enjoy it if you stick with it the whole way through um, because the payoff at the end is absolutely worth it. Nice. Um, okay, so we finish off with a, like three artists that I think people are definitely going to have heard of. Um, and your pick here, you go with a song called Sharks by Imagine Dragons. 
Right. So Imagine Dragons, this is their latest album. It's called Mercury Acts 1 and 2. This is off Act 2. And I just, I love Imagine Dragons sounds. I feel like they do such a good job of making songs that kind of like stick with you after you listen to them. Like you can just hear them playing in your head for a while. I especially love the lyrics of this album, which is, um, or excuse me, of this song, because it's just like literally talking about the realization that the world is full of sharks as you get older. But then the the understanding is that basically you are one too, because if by definition the world is full of them, then you are likely one of them as well. And so I really like that here. I kind of feel like if Shark Tank ever needed, you know, like a, a new a new theme song, this would be perfect <laughs> for it. <laughs> People just out sharking each other on that show, you know. This, I think, I imagine Dragons should get in touch with them. I agree. I uh, know that's a great call. I, I also like the lines in here. You think you're better than them. You think they're your friends, right? And it's like right. in both cases. I think that describes that perfectly. Is that, you know, if if you're out there swimming with sharks, if you're out there competing with people, it's like, yeah, a lot of times you don't realize. Sometimes you're the prey until it's too late, right? And um, right. yeah, you could get a little overconfident for sure. But yeah, they're, you're, you're exactly right. They make so many songs that are very listenable, but it, they're not overly poppy sound. Like they don't they don't mm-hmm. sound manufactured at all. But yeah, they've had so many massive hits. But I think this is going to be another one. Yeah, both um, both albums, like both Acts 1 and 2, have a lot of really good tracks. If you're interested in, in hearing more of their music, definitely check that out. I, it's full of... Uh, some great hits. But for now, let's move on to your last pick, our track 11 here, and it is Green Green Grass by George Ezra. Yeah, so George Ezra, he's had a couple big hits, uh, Budapest and and Shotgun, I think are two that come to mind. And um, this is off his latest album. And it was inspired, he was like on vacation and kind of heard this party going on and went over to check out like what this party was all about because it was like in like the public town square wherever he was and uh, they kind of explained to him that you know this is a kind of a celebration of life someone had died and this was kind of the party they were having for that person afterwards and so that was the inspiration for this song that's kind of all about you know hey like life should be celebrated at the end of it it shouldn't be this kind of sad event and uh you know, the last year I've had a couple of people close to me die. And I think in both cases, what emerges outside, out of the sadness of it is that you end up kind of laughing about some of those good times. And so I, I really like this song just because it really hit on that and uh, just thought it was really well done. And then it's catchy, too. Yeah, it is very catchy. It's got a great, uh, great mood to it. And I, I love, you know, I love that idea, too, that like life is to be celebrated you know, I mean, we, we cannot escape death no matter how much we might think that we can or try to. But so in those moments, obviously, yeah, like we're going to be sad. But I agree with you. I think what's really nice is whenever you start to think about the time that you got to spend with this person that mattered and, and you know, think about the positive moments and the impact that they had on your life. And it is worth celebrating. So I love that. And I love that the song kind of like speaks to that and talks about all the different ways that, you know, the different cultures attitude towards death and, and how um, some choose to celebrate and literally throw a party, you know, like it, it sounds kind of insane sometimes. I think, in, especially in American culture, it'd be like, oh, someone died, let's throw a party. Um, <laughs> but I think, <laughs> um, but I think in this case, it's, yeah, you're just trying to just, like you said, just try to remember the really nice memories and the ones that make you laugh and, and like the joy that that person brought in your life. So this was a very nice song. I like this one a lot. 
All right. Well, let's bring this one home. Your last pick, uh, kind of a go-to for you, but great to see they're still making new music. You picked Losing a Whole Year, Acoustic, by Third Eye Blind. Yes, the acoustic here actually really matters because this is off of their new album called Unplugged. Um, so they basically did acoustic covers of a lot of their very popular songs, Losing a Whole Year, of course, being one of them. This is actually my favorite of all the acoustic ones. Being a huge Third Eye Blind fan, of course, any single time they do anything, uh, you know, I follow them religiously on Instagram. I'm going to go and listen to it. And so I, I, you know, listen to a lot of these tracks. And really, this one, I think, is my favorite one off of it. I just think it works so well acoustically. Um, I think it might even work better than the original in this case. I didn't feel that way about some of the other ones. Some of the other ones, I think they deserve like the the guitar um, and, you know, all the work behind it. But this one, I think, just really works with Steven just in a room singing with his own uh, acoustic guitar. And I think in the, because maybe the subject matter like works a little bit better here, um, you know, losing a whole year in this case. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this album overall. This one's definitely my favorite off of it. Well, it's funny. When I saw this title, I'm not as big a Third Eye Blind fan, blind fan as you are. I like them, but I just don't know their catalog as well. I guess is probably the better way to put it. And so when I saw this title, my immediate thought was this is like a COVID-related song. But this song is actually right. off their debut album 25 years ago. <laughs> but really, so I, I, heard, I saw the title and obviously I listened to it. And then you do the research and you realize, okay, it's a 25-year-old song. But even listening to it with that in mind, I was like, yeah, this, okay, I could see how he's writing about maybe something COVID-related. <laughs> but, then, but then what you hear, you know, okay, this is not a new song. And then I really dig in the lyrics. And I'm like, no, I don't think it's related to COVID after all. But just title alone, you tell me it's a new song. I'm immediately like, yeah, he wrote this during the pandemic. But... Um, but it's a great song, and and yeah, I agree with you. It's really well done uh, in this acoustic version. It's so funny that you mentioned the COVID thing because uh, I think even my own account, like a year or so ago, whenever we were just starting Instagram, and I would call out random lyrics, I called out you know some of the lyrics from this song, knowing that I think Third Eye Blind did the exact same thing, where they were just kind of like you know having fun with these lyrics that are appropriate in a whole new setting many many years later. So. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, yeah, you know, music can, can come around. I'm sure there's some people who are probably just going to blame Third Eye Blind for, for COVID now. You know, like, that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Maybe that's, yeah, the 3EB variant is going to be the next there one we'll go. deal with, right? Like, that could be <laughs> that could be a good one. <laughs> right. That sounds like one, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, some new music mix, a new mixtape for your collection there. Uh, like Samer mentioned before, you can check us out on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. But so many mixes for us to get to. So we'll get to work on another one. And for Samer, this is Matt, and we will see you next time. Super Awesome Mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop dlmsupplycode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's dlmsupplycode.com.